on fairy princesses and elven warriors. BG. July 30th, 2022, continued. Yesterday, I painted my nieces and my toenails. For Shabbat dinner last night, I baked a challah. Fern and Willow wanted to help, so I showed them how to braid the strands. Take the one on the outside, cross it over the first two, make it parallel to the other side. Then break this one all the way over. Okay, now it's your turn, Fern. From this side, cross it over the first two, then all the way over. Willow, now you. I think it was the prettiest challah to date. I was surprised they were allowed to eat it since it was full of gluten and actual sugar, but then I've stopped being able to track my sister's family's diets. At the beginning, it was vegetarian, sometimes vegan. Then overnight, it was red meat, hamburgers for breakfast, duck fat for lunch, cooking with lard. There was the diet whose acronym I've forgotten, S-something, quickly followed by the GAPS diet. No gluten, tons of fermented foods, nothing that even resembles sugar. No potatoes, no flour, no nothing. From there, I started to lose track. About three years ago, they started eating a diet low in vitamin A. Apparently, now they're allowed to eat challah, but they're not allowed to eat carrots. The one thing that has stayed consistent is that the food is all high quality, locally grown, freely pastured, and exorbitantly expensive. Perhaps this has all been for a very good reason, but to be honest, I stopped reading my sister's articles a long time ago. A lot of the things she does make sense to a point, but she always takes things five times further. It's like her family's a giant science experiment, and they can't breathe without her permission. I was at a complete loss as to what to cook for dinner. Can you tell me what you're allowed to eat? I asked my nieces and nephews. We can't really have things high in vitamin A. Okay, but for the layperson, what does that mean? When prodded, I was able to obtain some specifics. No kale, no tomatoes, no kale, no tomatoes, no nightshades at all, peaches but only white peaches, corn but only white corn. What the heck is a white peach? Tacos? Can you eat tacos? I asked. Well, are the shells organic? Asked Willow, who, for the record, is ten years old. Um, no. We're not going to be able to find organic taco shells in nowhere New York. I experienced a lot of feelings while planning last night's dinner. I ended up just putting out an array of foods and letting them decide. Maybe I'm a bad aunt, but when Fern, who is seven, helped herself to the tomatoes, I did not stop her. Fern, Willow, and I are very active fairy princesses. In early 2021, when Montreal was back in another lockdown, and I was working up the willpower and energy to tell my master never speak to speak to me again, I started the Fairy Princess Club. Every morning at 9 a.m., I chatted with my nieces on FaceTime. I planned activities. We drew rainbows where each color represented a feeling. We drew clouds and assigned names and emotions to them. We examined our fears and discussed strategies for terrible, horrible, no-good days. We talked about perfectionitis and birthday jellyciosis. Willow was having a hard time back then, and so was I. Fairy Princess Club gave me a reason to get out of bed each morning when the depression threatened to devour me alive like quicksand. Eventually, Willow bluntly informed me that she'd rather just draw, which was fine because I was running out of art therapy ideas. She also told me that she didn't think she was a fairy princess exactly, so we changed the name of our club to Fairy Princess and Elven Warrior Club. I'm still definitely a fairy princess, so there. Even after the name changed and we became more of a drawing club, we still ended each session with a mantra and a meditation. I tried to be creative using visualization. Breathe in the glitter, breathe out the yuckies. 
Picture yourself in your happiness palace, where everything is calm and you love yourself completely. I kept the meditations short, to a minute and a half or so, cutting it down to just two or three breaths when my honest-to-the-core niece informed me that our meditations were just a little bit boring. So yesterday, when I told Fern and Willow that I was heading down to the dock to meditate, I was actually a bit surprised that they both followed me. Remembering how they hadn't really loved my meditations last year, I felt a bit lame trying to guide them now. I tried to walk them through some kind of visualization, but felt self-conscious, worried that they were bored. Fern chattered right over the sound of my voice, and I couldn't tell what Willow was thinking. But then something magical happened. With the wind on our faces and the setting sun warming us inside and out, I finally stopped trying to manufacture our experience. Without saying anything, we simply all fell silent. I lay down in the dock and Fern snuggled up close to me, her head on my chest. Willow sat cross-legged beside us. I sneaked a peek and she looked beautific, eyes closed toward the sunset. We snuggled. We breathed. We felt the wind on our faces and the sun in our eyelids. Birds chirped. Crickets cricked. And the universe guided our meditation. Later we chatted and played, and Willow said to me, Auntie, I've been doing that glitter meditation we used to do together, remember? I did it at camp when I was feeling sick, where we breathe in the rainbows and butterflies and exhale the bad stuff. I don't think I've ever felt so proud. Fairy Princess and Elven Warrior Club Mantra. I will love myself. I will speak my truth. I will follow my heart. I will never miss the chance to make the world more magical. Love, BG.